Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And welcome to the brand new version of MOTS. Version, what do we want to call this? 2.0? Is this version 2.0 of MOTS? It's 3.0. Oh my goodness. Version 3.0 video MOTS. You can see us. Well, not really live. You can smell us. us. You can watch us. You can hear us. You can touch us. us. You can watch, they can't really do that either. But yes, you can watch us on YouTube. So if you're listening to this episode, what you should do is go to youtube.com slash at movies on the side. You can watch this episode. We did a video. We're doing a video podcast now, Nate. Video. It's amazing. I know that some people become mm. startled. I've had this before where I've listened to a podcast for a long time. They switched right. it to video. I and saw their see. faces. And I said, that's not how I pictured one how I pictured you looking, and two, how I pictured right. you moving while you talked. So I <laughs> the recommend... moving is surprising me too, by the way. Just seeing your <laughs> movements as we record, pretty surprising. It's, I'll just say it's, that. It's a lot of places because I have a lot of hand freedom. When you explain things... I also have things, this microphone you, arm. You do things with your fingers when you explain things. And that's uh, We know that because we just recorded a bonus episode also via video. And so if you subscribe and support the show at patreon.com slash movies on the side, you can watch... Our bonus episodes. And uh, Nate teaches me how to gamble. Or, yeah, I think that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Foolproof yeah, way I, to make money gambling, I think is how it went. <laughs> Steven, three easy steps. Yeah. I need to tell you, but mostly our mm. listeners. Sure. Try out and seeing viewers. our videos. See our faces. Listeners and, and viewers. Vi- oh, and, and viewers, viewers too. Viewers now. Listeners, viewers. try to become right. viewers. Right. Watch yes. it. If it's not mm. for you, or if you're driving... Stop it. Go back to your old ways of listening. But if you can see our faces, we also appreciate you watching us as well as listening to us. It's amazing. And so this first video episode, which if you listen to our bonus episode, you realize we actually recorded a whole episode. And this is actually our second recording for the day. But we're not going to get into that right now. We are going to talk about... It makes Stephen too sad. Yeah, I get too sad, too worked up. We're going to talk about the 2022 movie Glass Onion colon... A Knives Out Mystery. This is a, not a sequel, I guess it's not really a sequel, but it's in the universe of Knives pastiche. Out. Pastiche. Ryan Johnson, the pastiche? director of Knives Out, said yes. he did not want to have the final after the colon part. But I think if you're trying oh, to, if you're a marketer build. and you're trying to build yes, to this, yes. you need to Marketing. connect it back somehow. Right. Uh, but... <laughs> That's there is the one, name of the movie. There is one thread, namely Benoit Blanc, the detective played by Daniel Craig, is the same detective. So he is the common thread across these movies. Right. Now, we reviewed Knives Out on this podcast. I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes and in the video description because we're a video now. Do you remember what we gave Knives Out with our review, with our rating? My son Jordan is actually going back and writing down all of our ratings for us, which I'm very grateful for. It must be torture. But uh, I'll have to refer and ask him what he thinks. But I think we gave it pretty high. Like, it was pretty high high rating. Yeah, we liked it. We liked it very much. Now, this movie, typically what we do, this is your first time listening or watching, uh, I typically ask Nate to guess the Rotten Tomato score for a movie. And so we're going to do that now. And I will give you a hint, Nate. Mm -hmm. Both critics and audience Give this movie the exact same Rotten Tomatoes percentage. It's exactly the same. It's pretty high. 
And so Nate is now going to guess. He actually nailed it in the episode that will not be released because we forgot to do the video. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. What do you think? I, of this? No, I just had the thought that the the recording that we did that will be destroyed yes. forever because there's yeah, no yeah. video. Correct. I guessed Correct. it right, and now I can't in good perfect. conscience, 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 guess that again, which is very sad. But don't I'm guess the exact this, number. I'm gonna get this close. one exactly. Here we go. Eighty-four okay, percent knives out. I'm sorry, Nate. No, no, it was ninety-three. Ninety-three percent. Okay. Now I'm going to do a, so one of the other cool things we can do now that we're doing a video podcast. I can be fancy and actually show the internet window in, window in the, Ooh, the, the web browser window. Uh, of course, now it's not actually sharing, so never mind. I'm not going to do that. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so, uh, what I wanted to do was look for the original Knives Out. So this was 93 percent critics and audience score. The original Knives Out had 97 critic score, 92 audience. Okay. So critics score the first one. Now I'm going to just say this right off the bat, right at the top, right at the top. I liked the first one better. I think the first knives out was a better movie. I think there was a little more mystery. We're not going to do spoilers until the spoiler horn. So don't worry if you haven't seen it yet, but I do feel like the first one was, was better. Well, what do you say? What do you think? Yeah, I think I agree. I think the first knives out was better. (laughs) Yes. More deluxe, uh, more satisfying of a mystery. Yes, for sure. I feel like I knew who done it because it's a who done it. This is a murder mystery. I feel like I knew who done it, like from the beginning in this new movie, mm-hmm. Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's pretty obvious, and they try to like throw you off the scent a couple times, but it's like when it happens, you're like, yeah, duh. I, you know, I kind of thought that the first one though, mind blown, and uh, I, I also thought. Uh, what's, what's, what's her name? Ana de Armas. I think she kills it in the first one. I think she does a great job. Right. Right. <clears throat> I but, think that this yeah. one has maybe more, is more beautiful, more nice creatively well. shot kind of yep. throughout. And I think the use of kind of flashbacks is very fun. Yes. So I would say maybe I find this one maybe more rewatchable. Like I, I actually kind of find this to have a little bit more, uh, if you want kind of a more popcorny mystery flick, sure. I feel like this one has a little bit more, I don't know, funniness to it for some reason. Yeah, funniness. Yeah. Did you know also there's actually one other character besides Benoit Blanc that is in both movies and is another thread? Do you know who it is? Is it Ethan Hawke? Was, has he been in both? No, Hugh Grant. No. Hugh Grant? No. No. Yeah, there were a bunch of cameos in this one, which I did love. Like, that was amazing. Like, I don't know how they got all those cameos, but Noah Segan, who played one of the cops in Knives Out, one of the police that are with Benoit mm-hmm. Blanc, is like the hippie guy in Glass Onion, the guy that's like wandering the island. No way. <laughs> that's one of the troopers. That is just around. He's just around. Like, he's totally like, yeah, just Great. around. So. Great. Now, I will say, so this was directed by Ryan Johnson, like the first Knives Out, like arguably one of the best Star Wars movies, but we're not going to get into that. Ryan Johnson, who we now, we both listen to a podcast called Smartless. And so I heard Ryan Johnson, like talk about movies. You listen to that episode right. too, right? Of Smartless. I, I have to say, I really like Ryan Johnson as a director now. And mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, he's a good dude and I want to see him direct more things. I just wanted to mention that, you know, in case yeah. he's listening. I really, 
Yeah, I really appreciated his discussions on his creativity and how he like likes to make movies and just the passion and joy behind it. I feel yes. like his love of movies comes through in especially in these knives out movies. Like mm-hmm. to me, they feel like they are made by someone who likes movies, which yeah, is not yeah. always the case. Right. When you watch yeah, a movie that the person who made it probably enjoyed making it. Yes. Now we're we're gonna have to sound a spoiler horn pretty quickly so we don't give away too much right, of right, the right. movie. But we could talk about a few of the characters and actors mm-hmm. uh in this. Edward Norton plays like the billionaire like tech bro and uh insufferable. And I think he's uh, he does great in that role. Now, he was also on a Smartless episode recently, and you were like, <laughs> I think I'd like hanging out with this guy or whatever. But he, he did sound very subdued on a podcast. But I liked him in this movie. Do you like him? Yeah, I thought he was great. I, I do want to know, as far as characters, yes. who are your favorite from this movie? Like, just character people that you loved yeah. seeing on screen. I feel I like... Think the- yeah. For me, Daniel mm-hmm. Craig is like, yes. I want him to do as many of these as he could possibly yes. want. Like, be like a 007 franchise into the do, future. Just, just do keep 10 doing of these. Them. I'm fine. Like, I yes. would follow this character through all sorts of mysteries. 100%. And make them all different cast around him. Sure. Because oh, I, sure. like, I, I feel like he shines with anyone he's around. Like he shines with Edward Norton in the other cast of this movie. He's shown with uh, Ana de Armas in the first one. Like I think he would be amazing in in any of the future. So I totally agree. Number one, I always want to see Daniel Craig on screen and his accent. Like I can't, I don't even know if I should try and do it, but it's, it's pretty great. Are you going to try and do it? Can you do it? I don't want to. You're going to start and I'm going to go second. Mine's bad. Mine's not good. All right, go for it. I'll peel back the eight layers of the glass. Oh, it's terrible. It's <laughs> a terrible, terrible. Mine's not going to be terrible any better. Are you going to try? I can't even think of this a This whole even... time, it was a glass onion. It was uh, completely it was transparent. And, uh, no, it's That's just, pretty it's good. Bad. That was better than mine. That was better than mine, though. I'll give, I'll give you that one. I will say a lot of the a lot of the other characters in this cast like slightly forgettable and annoying, but like they're supposed to be. Like I feel like they're they're supposed to be annoying. I Ex- think I think Kate Hudson stands out as bur- beautifully uh-huh. cringy. Uh-huh. Like it's yes, like, I'll her give you character that. Yes. is like very cringy. Like she like is in it. I thought it, yeah. I thought it was very like I felt like her character was like. <laughs> No, I, I I understand you. I one of my favorites though was Dave Bautista throughout this movie. Like he was just so he played the role, you know. Like yeah. he when he like he gets out of the pool in a speedo a and he has like a, with a gun and he just like lifts it in the right. air and just shoots it for no reason. That hilarious and like he's trying to be a streamer and he's on twitch but he's also like clearly 40 something 50 something years old like i loved i loved his character i thought he was pretty good he was pretty funny but yeah i mean and then also janelle monet who plays andy and we'll get to the rest after the spoiler horn i do think she was also one of the top like when she's on screen 
Like you're watching what she's doing. She draws you in. I thought she did a great job. Yeah, I thought totally quite good. And I, I think I always love Catherine Hahn in things as well. Like I think I just yeah, yeah. like her performance in most things. So I thought she, she was, was uh, Agatha. Was, very, was Agatha in the, yes. the uh, WandaVision? Yeah, she's yes. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. And there's also like a million cameos like Stephen Sondheim who like wrote the musical into the woods is like, makes a cameo in this movie. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. <laughs> Serena Ethan Williams Hawk is in it for like a few seconds. Hunt, yes. Ex- excellent. Lo- love the feeling of all of that. Now I feel like we probably need to rate it and do a spoiler horn, right? I mean, but before we talk about any part of the plot, don't you think? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we kind of do. Right. Yeah, I think we should. Okay. Okay. So let let us rate it on a scale of uh, oh, what was the name of that uh, like the fusion energy uh, material? I don't even know. Uh, whatever oh, that little um, rock was, it was uh, vibranium. We'll just say on a scale of zero to five vibranium pieces. Clear. It was clear with <laughs> oh, a clear K. with a K. Clear with a K. Okay. On a scale of zero to five clears with a K. Well, see, I don't know. You rated the last the movie that will never air, the the episode that will never air first. So should I go or should you go first? Yeah, you should. You should go. I'll go first. I'm going to give this Knives Out a solid three and a half out of five. I feel like the first Knives Out was like so high. I feel like I probably gave it a four and a half or a five. Like the first Knives Out was so good. This one is, it was enjoyable to watch, you know, a couple of, moments it was like a little slow and kind of losing me but overall it was enjoyable to watch it's on netflix so if you have netflix you can just stream it and uh, i think a solid three and a half three and a half clears what would you say what do you i'm say? gonna give glass onion four clears four out of five four but clears i have to say part of me doing that is fully admitting murder mysteries are my jam like <laughs> they are for me yeah it is yeah. very much sherlock holmes like i have seen enola holmes one and two oh see i should watch those i like did you watch death on the nile did you watch that yes movie? yes we should talk about that one that's yes. a good one that's like, another good one that kind of stuff and I think Ryan Johnson had said, you know, I don't often see these kind of murder mysteries brought into present day. And that's where mm. this is truly feels original. It has all of the Agatha Christie level stuff. Yes. But yes. it has all of the the foolishness and silly stuff of here and also not British. It's you know, right. Americans. So, <laughs> quite fun. Americans. I'm like I love this kind of movie. Please Keep yes. producing knives out. I mean, if Ryan Johnson has to pass it to, you know, his his child, Joanna Johnson, Johnson G- G- Jr. Sure, Ryan yep. Johnson. Like, I'm fine. Like, if you have to pass it along, just make sure you keep like keep a steady hand like near the wheel, just in case it gets mm, bad. Mm-hmm. But like, give me these. Give me Daniel Craig. Do yes, seven yes. of them. Like, just do seven of them. I agree. They can I be agree. on Netflix. It's fine. I agree. It's good stuff. All right. Here's the spoiler horn, and now we'll actually spoil the plot and talk about the ending. So if you haven't seen it, stop now. Come back later. Edward Norton Mm -hmm. invites all these people to his private island for a fake murder mystery, like to play Mm -hmm. along. Right. But 
Oh, he sends these puzzle boxes, which I have to say, puzzle boxes were very cool. I, I like yes. the puzzle box invitation. Yes. If I was ever like a criminal mastermind, that's how I would want to invite people to my private island. Uh, but they all come to the island, and it turns out Edward Norton like basically wanted to get into this weird clear stuff, and his partner did not think it was good for the company. His partner, mm-hmm. who he started the company with, which Jeanette is was, right, Ani- what's her character name? Anita? Andy. Not Anita. I don't know why. Yeah, Andy. I don't know what said Anita. Andy. And so <clears throat> they all get to the island. Andy also shows up unexpectedly. This and that happens. I don't know. I don't want maybe to explain too much in detail, but come to find out that Andy had been murdered before everyone got to the island and her twin sister came and planned this whole thing with Daniel Craig to try and figure out who the actual murder was. I loved that twist. I love how they told that story through a flashback halfway through. Yes. I thought it was great. Yeah, I loved that that plot device. That whole like twin sister thing of the like of the victim is yes. so campy but fun. Like so like so really like, it fun. feels like really Hardy Boys esque level. Like, oh, you yes. were the you know, oh, mistaken identities. Like, I love all of that. Let's go to accent yes. corner real quick. Oh, because we often discuss it. Yes, I ben don't Wall know. Brown. I don't know Janelle Monae's usual voice because I just know her singing <laughs> voice and her dancing right. skills is mostly what I know her from. Right, I. When I first heard her talking as the sister who has the southern accent, mm-hmm. my first thought it was, mm-hmm. wait, is this is this a bad fake accent? But it's not. Mm-hmm. It's her it's her sister's accent. But right. I spent a lot of the time not quite sure if I liked it or not, but she was <laughs> acting so well that I eventually sure. said it's possible I don't know. It's just possible right. I don't know how this should sound. But I just have to say that sort of like blipped my like accent corner radar. Yeah. Wait, I, the is accent dar, accent the, the accent radar. Yeah, when when she's having the conversation with Benoit Blanc like on that balcony, right? I was the like balcony one, the balcony conversation. I was like, is this, is this a little too much? But yeah, yeah, I I, I totally get that. But it, uh, the, they yeah. need to differentiate the two sisters, and one's like the the southern Correct. school teacher, and one's the like, yes smart techie. Right. Person. I do love once they all get to the island, we can see like Edward Norton as the eccentric billionaire, you know, spending ridiculous money on ridiculous things, and kind of like a commentary also on like modern day billionaires you know there is like, so much commentary going on here about influencer <laughs> culture and like sort of like yes. elon musk tech 100 percent. edward norton is playing elon musk in this movie like a hundred percent down to like the script and seemingly ryan johnson implying that this billionaire is actually an idiot and not a genius. Like we come to the point in the plot where Benoit Blanc is like, actually, like you were using words that aren't words. You right. built your dock too shallow, so boats can't you know, dock here. Like you're actually an idiot. Like you don't know what you're doing. And like that was just, I think, yes, like we just said, a general commentary on 
also other real life tech billionaires. I actually think it's kind of cool, not just from like an Elon Musk standpoint, but this idea of that we assume people who have reached this level of success and have like people around them and have built things, we just assume, even if they're sort of strange, we assume a level of genius behind them. Right. We assume and certain I, things must be genius. He just yeah, built, like, he well, built a glass onion, like the structure he on owns this island. An island. Of course, he must be like he owns an he, island. He uses yeah. words that uh, that source. aren't words. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, I, I I thought that was very funny. Also, like the Mona Lisa, like they go to the actual like dinner part, Man. and there's the like the literal Mona Lisa because Edward Norton's character like has this thing there, and there's like this. Glass, like bulletproof glass protective layer that comes up whenever there's like any sound in the room, and throughout the like almost the entire movie, you just hear shunk, like shunk. Such an effectively grating and oh, yeah. hilarious thing when uh, Dave Bautista has his like phone going bloop, yes. going off, yes. and whenever it goes off, you hear shunk, shunk, and it's like. As the audience member, you're just like you like tense up. Oh, like, like stop! And it makes you like uneasy, like throughout the entire thing. And then exactly. you also feel like at any second I'm going to hear this thing again, and I don't want to hear it. Like very effective, like little detail. So I like right. that. That was good. That was good. Yeah. So I I think that the whole commentary and this whole like people are beholden to him because he's rich and has a lot of influence on their lives and that whole like. Yeah, set up. I think that commentary is very cool. I think that's very fun. I also yeah. think that this movie does a fun thing, which I don't know why. I guess it makes sense because movies are an escape from reality for a lot of stories. But it felt weird near the beginning to see people wearing masks as part of the story before they go to the island. And oh, my wife right. Jill commented to me like. I don't often see like full movies where people are wearing masks, like, like COVID just, masks. Like this is COVID like, masks. COVID yeah, masks. like yeah, you know, like and then Ethan Hawke is like, open your mouth, like shooting something in your mouth, like you're safe now. Which I love when you find out later that Edward Norton's like not a smart dude. I love the idea that this is some like untested, like no, no, you won't get COVID now because I gave you a shot of peppermint or whatever. Right, it's, it's probably nothing. Yeah, it did nothing. But I, I thought that was interesting to like see mask wearing people at the beginning, and then um, Kate Hudson's character is wearing like oh, like a fishnet mask. Like she has a mask. Yes, on, yes, yes. But, but it's, it's completely open and everything, and it's like, yes, I know this. This makes yes. sense. So once once we get to like the middle of the movie, and we learn that. Andy Brand's sister has taken her place on the island and we like relive all these scenes. But Mm -hmm. now with the knowledge that it's not actually Andy, like usually or sometimes that can feel like a slog, sometimes like rewatching the same scenes from a slightly different perspective. But I feel like this movie actually like carries you through it and it's a lot more fun to like watch her interact with the other guests like at the pool trying to be cool on the boat even though she's terrified of the water like i love like all those like little intricate details all the way up until the moment where you think she's been shot and like dies but we have this little like scene where the book that her i guess was her sister that wrote the book right Uh, yeah yeah and like protected her from the bullet or whatever and they keep like playing it off I loved all those little plot devices. Like it was fun. Like it was always fun every step of the way. Right. Thumbs up. I like. I enjoyed. Yeah. It. 
I, I get a lot of fun parts of this movie. Like I'm, I, I had a fun time watching it. Yeah. Now the whole like murder, I think probably like maybe the weakest part for me is thinking like, okay, so if it was Edward Norton the whole time and he killed Andy at the house, gave her like the sleeping pills, put her in the car and all right. that stuff. Right. And then invited people there. And the confusion I had was like, wait a minute. So you know that that's not Andy or you think she maybe survived. Uh, the There were some plot devices there that got me a little bit like, wait a minute. So you didn't know it was her or you did know that she's the sister. Well, he's or not smart. too dumb to know it. He's right. not smart. So it might, it might be either way. But, but there was then the he other... chooses to immediately kill Dave Bautista whenever Dave like sees it. That is true. And so like, he knew he knew instantaneously tries to blackmail him. Did you did you see him with the drinks, like when Edward Norton when, sat when it down? happened, like the first when time? It, like the first time, did you see no. it? Oh, did you? Oh, I oh yeah, I was I watched it with Whitney, and as soon as he sat down and did the drinks, I was like, did you see that? He but he gave him the, his drink, and I I knew oh. exactly that. Okay, so I saw you it. said yeah. at the beginning of this podcast, like, oh yeah, I knew who was the murderer the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I did yeah. not. No, oh like, okay, you saw that, and you yeah. like peeked into I, I, it early no no like oh. i i didn't know okay so I you, thought you didn't know Norton he was, was you didn't know like he gave appropriately gave... scared like when he was hiding behind benoit blanc like don't let any of these people kill me like a, a billion dollars to find out who's trying to kill me like right i believed him as kind of a snivelly scared guy well and he he might have thought that like andy's sister was there to kill him and so he might have been genuinely scared but so, so you didn't know who killed Dave Bautista either until no. like the end. No. Oh, wow. Okay. It was a better reveal for me than you. That's probably yeah. why I'm a half point higher than you. That, that might, that you might be it. You figured it out early, Sherlock Robles. I, well, I didn't know that it was Edward Norton that shot Andy's sister, though. I wasn't sure who that would have been. Mm. So I do want to mention, though. So the, part of the plot is that... Edward Norton's character is basically like blackmailed everyone and like they have to do various things that degrade their character or might hurt their mm-hmm. business because he is like their cash cow right. and like they're all attached to him because he has the money. And so they are all like making compromises morally or business wise because they all need to be near him. Right. And once we get towards the end mm. when he is going down in flames, quite literally Love that scene, by the way. Of the scene Andy's with the Mona Lisa song also oh, going on, goodness. and the scene where Janelle Monae starts smashing glass as well. So good. She it's has, so good. This is the part where, like, she has a physicality to her. I mean, I've seen her dance in like music videos. She yeah. has such like body control that, like, the way that she moves is like dance esque. So yeah, she's yeah, yeah. going around like smashing glass sculptures and throwing them down. Just picking them up and I loved throwing it. them. I it, loved it. It was so fun. And when the, the Mona Lisa, like the shield goes up, because now it's like everything's on fire. They like blew everything up. Everything's on fire. And there's a like one garden gnome like model where if you press it down, it will open the Mona Lisa no matter what is like a fail safe. Mm-hmm. And there's this, I love the slow-mo of her and Edward Norton both going for it and she gets it and you just see the Mona Lisa like go up in flames and you're like, Oh my goodness. But 
how quickly all these people, once they realize that he, Edward Norton, is going down for all of this, yeah. so quick to turn on him. And I think it is such a, a poignant moment to reveal like human nature and just like all these people needed was one excuse to throw this guy under the bus right. and they will all universally do it. No looking back, like totally like just hit him with the bus and then back up and hit him again. Like nobody cares. And I thought, I thought it was apropos. I thought it was, it was, uh, you know, again, commentary on real life. Right. So. I, I thought that that was a really, uh, it kind of a sad part of the whole thing is like yeah. how much that there are friendships in quotes today built a lot off of what can you do for me? Because a lot of people like meet, you know, business wise yeah. or everyone's got yeah. their own side connections. hustle. Your LinkedIn yeah, it's connection. connections. It's the LinkedIn connections is the, like, well, yeah. we're not actually friends, friends, but like I do something we're, for you. You do something for me, that sort of yeah, thing. And I show that I'm connected to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that feels so much more common today than ever before. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to get too deep with it, but it did feel yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's really he, relatable. He I think Ryan Johnson like gets it. I think he gets right, it. and also, and not 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 talk about Star Wars again, but I do feel like like one the last time. the last Jedi was one of the few Star Wars movies to blur the line between good and evil, and actually show that actually people on both sides seemingly have conflicting thoughts and mm -hmm. might be more good than you thought, or might be more bad. And like, I feel like Ryan Johnson has a good finger on like revealing human nature in a way that's like caricatured enough that you're like entertained, but also right. close enough to real life to make you like, right. That is kind of how right. people are. And like, maybe I should think about that. And I think he, a, he does a really good job. It's a that great line. thing that parody does for us. It gives us the feeling of I can yes. point and laugh at Kate Hudson's character or Dave Bautista's like, Twitch self, Twitch self, but because they're also, like I'm saying like up. and subscribe in my videos, right, right, and, <laughs> like, they're, they're, and they're like dialed up to an eleven. But if you yeah. like dialed it back, like that's how like we are at all able to like learn and think about yes. like ourselves is we have to go. Oh, that's not us. But I guess I do have like ten percent of that. Or also, by the way, YouTube.com/slash at movies on the side. Like and subscribe. Beard.fm. No, no, don't say that. No. <laughs> Movies on the side. Mots.fm. Anyway, um, I it. do feel like, so there's a moment, there's like this napkin that is proof. It is the reason why Edward Norton killed the Andy character because she had this napkin that proved she had the original idea for this company, why she should be the owner and have all the rights or whatever. And the sister finds it in the glass onion. It is the one piece of evidence that could really put Edward Norton away. And there's this scene where I'm like, he takes a lighter, I guess, and like burns mm -hmm. the napkin right in front of her. And I'm like, first of all, I mean, can we have a little more reaction speed? Like, can we not see the lighter pull coming? I mean, I mean, just pull it away. Just pull it a little farther. Don't get so close. Don't get so, so close. Quick. He's the bad guy. He literally killed your sister. Like, don't get that close. Don't get that close. Don't right. get that you close. Know, you know he's Sorry, a murderer. To, the, trying to, <laughs> the video is going to make us overact. I feel like Jim Carrey right now. Anyway, that I do feel I, I was 
at the end of the movie, because it ends pretty quickly after all that, like the whole firebomb right. scene, the whole island blows up. I did miss a little bit of like, I wanted Edward Norton to get like totally nailed for like lying. You're and really rooting one, for it. Right. I was really rooting for that napkin to, to see the light of day. And like, I'm like, you know, all these people saying they saw the napkin, it's not going to be the same. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of right. lawyer, lawyer movies. You know, I've, I've watched. Yana, uh, liar. <laughs> I've watched I'm a few a good men, few good men. I know how the courtroom works. Okay. You know, right. I'm basically a judge and I'm basically. like, that's not going to hold up in court. So I, I did want to see him get his a little more because he was that much of a jerk. You know what I mean? Man. Yeah. He was, he was, yeah, he was, he was, he was a he bad was dude. <laughs> bad dude. But it was fun. It was a, it was a nice pool though. It was a nice house and a nice, a nice pool. infinity pool. I wouldn't make a glass onion personally. I would not build that. I feel like it's a little extravagant. Uh, yeah. you know, People who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. You know what I'm saying? That's all, you know. No. <laughs> that's a saying. You know, that's a saying. Yeah, no, I do. I just. I don't think you do. I don't think you know it's a saying. Because it's. Cause, you were questioning no, my geography knowledge in our bonus episode. And now no, you're I saying, know. I don't know a saying. I know, I know the saying. I know it's you know. a saying. I know you know. It's a saying. I know you know. Okay. Just, just all right. Check. Just drop it then. Just all drop right. it. Anyway. Um, yeah. Here's so Glass here. Onion, colon, the Knives Out Mystery. It was good. I think it's fun. It's a fun murder mystery. And uh, if you haven't seen the original, I think you should watch the original because I do think I think the original is a little better. But anyway. I do have to say, 2022 yes. was a year that I felt like mm. I didn't see a ton of great movies this year. I felt mm. like it was a little low on great movies. Mm. But Glass Onion felt mm. like good, original, solid fun movie experience and i think because of that i think glass onion gets kind of a bump in my mind of like a i ended the year off right in 2022 with a fun good movie i do feel like more people were talking about glass onion than we're talking about avatar the way of water <laughs> which given the budgets of those two movies <laughs> like they're pretty wild pretty right. amazing right. Uh, difference also Daniel Craig wading into a pool in like a button down shirt. That's a power move. That's like a boss move. That's so really good. good. That was like 007 vibes coming out. Please but. give us more knives out movies. Please. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Ryan Johnson, uh, you're invited onto the show. Uh, we'll try to reach out. We'll come, you know, our, our people call your people and uh, let's do it. Let's see what see any what we actors can do or here. actresses, any actors that you want to see in the future knives out movies. Denzel Washington, hundred percent. Uh, let me see. Okay, let me think. Jason Momoa, because I think it would be funny, like doing I like mean, a Jason Dave Bautista. Yeah, character. he's he's already signed on. I just feel like he's already <laughs> he's there. The, he's already signed on. Uh, Henry Cavill, obviously, because he's gotten uh smugged for the Man of Steel, which is so basically terrible. you're just thinking about whoever is not working for tr- DC. Currently. Who is not, who is not Who's been in a DC <laughs> or Marvel movie? Who has not been in them? That's what I'm trying to think. I said Denzel Washington. Denzel, first. yeah, he he's not been in the end of them. Who would you like to see? Are there are there actors you want to see? I'm gonna look now. Helen Mirren, Has she, well, she wasn't oh, in the okay, last okay. one. I'd like, like to see Helen Mirren in there. Oh, Judy Dench. Was, Judy Dench should be in one of these. That would be good. That would be a good one. Just kind of just pop oh, in real quick. And also along the 007 lines, um, oh, the Skyfall bad guy. Uh, who was his name? Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. He would be amazing in a Knives Out. Also, did you see Lyle Lyle Crocodile? Just throwing this out there. No. It's really should good. I? It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good and Javier Bardem is in it and he sings and dances and it's pretty great so just throwing that out there 
All right, Have Lyle, Lyle Crocodile. You Lyle. Why don't you just give us a review? Why don't you just give us a rating right now? Out of oh, five crocodile uh, shoes. Five, out of, I don't know if he, I don't know if the crocodile. He wears a scarf. I'm gonna say crocodile scarves. I'll give Lyle, Lyle Crocodile four out of five stars. It has music by uh, Benj Pasek and uh, Justin Paul or whatever. Justin you know? Paul. Yes, they do the music. Ooh. Benj Pasek. Is it Justin Paul? I'm saying that like I know what I'm talking yes. about. I'm pretty yes. sure it is. Yeah, Lyle, Lyle Crocodile. Yeah, they did the four music. Four out of five. Wow. So I'm saying it's good music. I, I've listened to the soundtrack. My kids keep listening to it. It's pretty good. Just saying. Very good. All right. Is it really Justin Paul? I feel like it's a, it's a different name. Anyway, I'll look it up. Is Justin Paul? Do we know that for sure? I think it's Justin Paul. Benj Pasek and Justin Paul. I'm Googling now. This is a live Google. Okay, Pasek great. and Paul. I'll uh, look up the quote to say at the end of this. Benj Pasek and Justin Paul. Yeah, that is that is that is time off. Yeah, all right. Take your quote. I will tell everybody if you if you enjoyed watching this, uh, we plan to do this going forward, doing a video podcast, so you can watch these episodes at youtube.com slash at sign movies on the side. Subscribe, like and subscribe as you do. Uh, we're gonna keep doing video. You can actually watch our bonus episodes now. You can do that at patreon.com slash movies on the side. Support the show. You get our bonus episodes, which we're doing like 20, 30 minute bonus episodes now because that's just how we do. And so you can watch our bonus episodes. And of course, you can listen to us everywhere, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Instagram too, at movies on the side. We announce what movies we're doing there and you can comment there, interact. And we still haven't figured out how we want to do some kind of like Slack or Discord. I don't really want to do a Discord, but if you want to have some kind of interactive model, maybe YouTube comments, maybe it's YouTube comments. Because now we're actually going to be putting this stuff on YouTube. You know what I mean? So maybe you're saying, Stephen, that you and I mm-hmm. will have to look at YouTube comments? I will look at the YouTube lives. comments. You don't have to look at the YouTube comments. I'll look what at the YouTube comments. What if they're mean YouTube comments? You can hide comments. I mean, this is the, you know, this is okay. content you moderation. You filter them out. You send I'll me the good ones. I'll just send you the good ones. And you so absorb the, the bad ones. ones into your body. I will absorb the bad ones like the Green Mile guy. I will take the bad ones. I'll only give you the good ones. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Okay. And as we always say, and they used to t- <laughs> Nope. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. <sighs> I like Wrong the accent guy. though. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, do the accent. No, I was trying 100%. to do my Benoit. I was trying to do it. Benoit Blanc. I like the glass onion as a metaphor, an object that seems densely layered, but in reality, the center is in plain sight. Your relationship with these people may seem complex, but looking at what you've done this weekend, it's crystal clear. You've taken seven people, each of whom has a real-life reason to wish you harm, gathered them together on a remote island, and placed the idea of your murder in their heads. It's like putting a loaded gun on the table and turning off the lights. It was getting oh, was, better as I was going. That was excellent. Was it was getting momentum, better. And it was then it really fell good. off at the end a little bit. No, 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 no. You landed it. It was just fine. I think that was, that was a it great was improving along the way. It was getting better. It was getting better. Glass onion. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I think you just needed more runway. I just think you're not giving yourself no. enough runway. Okay, hold on. Let me let me pull this out because you're getting this from IMDb, right? This yeah. is the uh, IMDb. I was trying uh, to do the, after the one that's like his quote from the movie where he said, "You just did one from the." I thought you just did one. No, but there was a quote from the movie where he says to Kate Hudson's like. It's, I find it a danger that people, oh. that, that confuse talking without thinking as. Oh, I got, well, wait, 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 hold on. <clears throat> I got it. Here, here we go. Here we go. 
His dock doesn't float. His wonder fuel is a disaster. His grasp of disruption theory is remedial at best. He didn't design the puzzle boxes. He didn't write the mystery. And voila! It all adds up. The key to this entire case, and it was staring me right in the face, like everyone in the world, I assume Miles Braun was a complicated genius. But why? Look into the clear center of this glass onion. Miles Braun is an idiot. What do you think? Was that good? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was good. I thought it was good. <sighs> I spoke in the car about the hole in the center of the donut. And yes, what you and Holly did that faithfully. <laughs> Wait, that's from Knives Out, though, right? The donut? That's a good one, though, the hole in the donut. Oh, that's good. He put pineapple juice in his drink. It's so dumb. (laughs) It's so dumb, it's brilliant. No, it's just dumb. No, it's just dumb. That that middle line was Birdie J. That wasn't Benoit Blanc. But anyway... Uh, I'm so glad. I feel like I did a good accent. That might have been the first time ever. Well, you need to let people tell you it was good oh, in the sorry, YouTube comments. Okay, I'll put that. I'll cut it out. <laughs> I won't cut it out, but I'll cut it out. Okay, cut it very out. good. I'll yeah, it I'll out. cut it out. Okay, very, very good. All right, okay, easy. All right, thanks. Bye. Yeah, okay. All right, cool.